Welcome to the Solution of Real Estate Podcast, where Jeff Seabach, Phil Sexton, and myself, Phil Sexton, we talk about ways to put the first. We talk about ways that the real estate agents can up their game, can improve their game, can be in business for really the right reasons, right? Yes. On how to get on how to get better at their craft. And today's topic came from questions that we've had from students in class over the last few weeks. Yes, we seem to have an abundance of people moving to a new city or starting a new business. And because we generally don't do a ton of topics that cover those two, because we, we tend to get down the line of helping agents that are you know struggling, but already have emerged in their business. So this is a great topic. And the topic today's session is how to start your real estate business in a new city. Right. It can, you can replace in a new city with period, well, <laughs> how to start your real estate business. Yeah, no, I mean, because in a sense, it's the same answer, right? It's just helping people get back to the basics. And I don't know, my, is he okay on his mic? Yes. Push your mic back, Jeff. You don't have to, you don't have to. Uh, oh, you let your producer produce. Oh, you let your producer produce. All right, Adam. Yeah. All right. So I love when I look up, Beth, I see you on the screen. Thank you for being a part of our public Zoom room. I see the fan is going. Are you in Phoenix? Where are you in the country? So um, I am out of the Dallas area. Nice. Okay, Dallas. I was going sunny area if you're a fan right now. That's just a guess. That was just a guess. How's the weather there? It's really, it's like 78 today. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Is that like nice. Dallas, the Fort Worth side of Dallas, or is that the south part of Dallas? So like, if you look at Dallas and you look at Fort Worth, they're like side by side, right? And if you made a little yeah. triangle with your fingers, put your thumbs and pointers together, I'm at the top where the pointer is. I'm at the oh, top. Okay. Awesome. So Denton, nice. Flower Mound, Louisville. Flower Mound. That's what I was thinking. How about. long have you been there? The, 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 How long have you lived in the Dallas? The Frito-Lay section of Dallas. Exactly. Sure. I've been here forever. Like forever. I came to school up here in Denton and I never really left the area. And how long have you been in the real estate business? 17 years. Wow. Nice. All right. Okay. Wow. I'm, this I'm title. Not I'm not going to a new city. I just think that this could apply to anybody in their business and anything. True. Yes, we agree. Yes. And it's actually interesting to us when we teach classes and then people come and ask us this question. In my mind, I kind of think, well, what this entire series has been about. It's kind of our entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I've got to, I'm going to repeat all the things that we have taught in the classes, but just in a more specific manner of if you move to a new city, this is what you do. Or if you're, if you find yourself in the business and your business is as Tom Ferry says, if you're a fading winner, yeah. meaning your business has started to go downhill as opposed to uphill, then these are items that you can focus on. I think it's too easy to say it's not me, right? Like it's it's easier to be like, oh, I don't have to do that. When the reality is, is we all have to do it all the time. So, yeah. And yeah. so the five, we've got five main points that we're going to yep. run through. Yep. Although I do have a subsection, which is, which is massive. Five points are... First, we're going to talk about meeting people. Then we're going to talk about documenting, recording, and any other way to describe uh -huh. what a database is without using the word database. Okay. Then number three is learn the area. And three is learn the area. And the subsection of learning the area is post as you're learning 
online. Right. And then number four is going to talk about open houses and the um, how how many open houses is too many. I don't know that we have found anybody that has that. Yeah, number. this year we're approaching 700 and it's still not enough. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, and then um, and, you know, James Wexler, who is our guest on an episode here on the podcast, did 265 open houses in a row when he got into the business, yeah, which is himself. embarrassingly good. Yeah, that's great. And then number five is could potentially join a team if the team is able to provide some key things, which we're going to get to. Okay. All right. Number one, Jeff, meet people. In this business, you got to meet people. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. Fill the coffer with new. Yes. Right. I mean, the thing is, is I, 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 to me, I, I guess I sum it down to, you know, if we're already incorporating number two, it's, you know, we need to know what our number is when we're starting. Right. It's like, so how many people do we know? And then, you know, how many of those do we know that we know their address? and their cell phone number and their email address and they're in my database right so then what is all of those things right like so do i how many people do i know but then how many am i gonna electronically be able to contact all of them and then it's okay now i need to grow that number right right why not just maintain that number because of natural attrition. So the, the uh, attrition is um, things that naturally go de- deteriorate. Yeah. Right. So attrition is about the natural database attrition rate is about 8% a year. Meaning if you know a hundred people a year, eight of them are going to die. They're going to move out of town. They're going to not like you anymore. Get right? the real estate they, license. They, no, no, well, no, no. Oh, well, more, more like um, that was your client. Now her sister got a license. And you have no chance of getting that business. We that, have two clients on our team right now that started as clients that ended up getting their real estate license, and now they're on our team. So it's just the reality. Right. So, of- so that agent just had attrition happen database because not only did they lose their client, all of their clients' fear they lost. Right. Right. Cause yeah. it's actually, so that's why we're on meet people and that we need that number to grow. Right. Like to me, the number for me was in 2012. I mean, I had, I had a number and I let it uh, deteriorate, deteriorate yeah. over time. And then in 2012, I'm like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to next year have a number lower than my current number. And the number was 273, I think. And now it's 40,000. So, um, yeah, when you focus, what you focus on in business or what you measure grows. Right. Right. Yes. And as Robert Herjavec, did Her- I say that right? No. Uh, Herkovec. Herkovec. Yes. Well, there's Robert- no J. It, there's a J in the name. It just, you just don't pronounce it. You say, yeah. Okay. So what Robert from Shark Tank said mm-hmm. is there's two speeds in business. When, I'm sorry, quick or dead. <laughs> right. You're and- growing or you're dying. There's no flat. Flat is dying. But that is why people don't track database. Why? Because they don't want the recognition of them dying in front of their face on a regular basis. Okay. Right? Because they don't want the constant prayer of, I need to meet more people. Okay. Because it, 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 it is a daunting task. And it, it it's a, you know what? I got to get out of my chair and I have to go 
And then I have I got to, a mask up. Yep. I, I I see somebody. Now I have to do Phil's favorite thing is go talk to them. Right. No, but I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the meat portion of it. And that's the hard part of like, okay, I'm going to go preview homes. There's a person outside, right. They're getting their mail. I, am I going to go talk to them or am I not? And because naturally that feels uncomfortable, yes. but if you want your business to grow, you're going to have to, five times a week be be more aggressive not saying every time i'm just saying that more often than not you're gonna have to it's why we like the open house because it for you know you're, you then you know you're because you're geared up and ready versus you're, you're out previewing and now you see somebody walking their dog and you wave and they put their head down and you don't go say hi and introduce yourself and then uh Ask them how to, that you could, you know, it was a pleasure talking to you. Can I friend you on Facebook? I had a really embarrassing thing happen to me yesterday at my house. I, my kids are playing out in the front yard, which is uh, normal. I don't know why, but uh, you, Veterans you, let, Day. Let me guess, you had your shirt on? I did have my, I did. I had my shirt on. I had, I even had shoes on. Yeah, it was and, a cold day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the kids are playing outside and somebody comes speeding down the road. And so what do I do? Like every good parent. Wait, wait, did you have the, did they, the, I've been No cones house. out. No cones, no cones out. out. What's the three-year-old doing? Yeah, I know. He's okay. asleep right. at the wheel. Okay. So somebody comes booking down my street. And so what do I do? Like a good, um, person that wants to meet new neighbors run out and stick your hands up yell at the top of my lungs (laughs) right when they're in front of me like hey and they pump the brakes and they slowed it down and then around the corner is a guy walking who normally has a dog but he doesn't have his dog today he's just walking by you've seen him i know know i've talked to him okay he is he is an ex-policeman he lives around the corner down the street oh that guy i've I've chatted with him he comes by and he was like phil what's going on and I don't know his name. Oh, and I'm the one that is on podcasting about meeting new people and documenting new people. And I'm like, and he filled you. He, he filled me. I'm like, <laughs> oh God, I eat my own medicine and it doesn't taste good. But that I'm pretty sure it's Robert. But I said, wow, good job on knowing my name. That's impressive. He's like, yeah, were you yelling at that person that just walked, that just drove by? Yeah, I yelled so loud yes. I forgot your name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it's just, it was such a class. It's just a great reminder that even me, it's hard. We talk about this stuff. We teach classes on this and it's hard to take the medicine still on making sure that that guy database and get in our mailers that potentially turn into business. You know, they just slot, they, the, the ones that are closer to you are harder to get into the database often than the ones that are uh the stranger at the open house you know it's, yeah they walked into my door at the open house like they're coming into my store it's easier for me to think of that as a client as a potential client yeah. than just the well nice i think guy walking there's by. also that generally the i just think it's an honest general comfort level of a human that if he knows you and he can see the open house signs in my garage <laughs> that he will call you. He must use me. But right, right, right. Like, yeah, and, and, and it doesn't and, happen. And no, and, and you never know when, I mean, how often people need their, their, their mind jogged by you going, oh yeah, right? Like, because the, the, just like you don't call him personally when you have when you need a cop do you you call 911 <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to zillow when he needs a printer yeah. <laughs> right it was just yeah. one more yeah but, oh. but 
the why we're bringing this message to you today is that what we, are other ways that we have people? we have really focused on meeting new people and we have followed the majority's rules more often and it has led to the growth in our business so one of the things that i want to talk about today because when you have like beth you're in the room and did i just see a kid run by in the background are you in the same boat that i am and that's homeschool at times no i i actually this is so funny, but like after I listened to your video, I wanted him to hear you talking because he's in college and studying like um, broadcast journalism yeah. videos and stuff. So I wanted him to hear a little bit about it. Oh, oh nice. awesome. awesome. Perfect. You alluded to that stuff yesterday. So yeah. Well, welcome son who's in college. Yes. Beth's yes. son. Yes. Ryan. All right, Ryan. Ryan. Welcome to the party. So one of the things that I want to cover today, because we didn't get to it, in, even though it was a note that I had on my sheet. You spoke a lot and we didn't get to it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the moments you let me get a word in, I wasn't <laughs> I was able to talk about when you start to, um, one of the ways we meet people is by buying traffic online. And so when we get to the online section today, I want to talk a little bit more about that is one of the reasons why well, we since we didn't get to it last time, why don't we just start with that? Okay. I'm I mean, good. well, I mean, so but you're let's... still meeting new people by buying traffic online. You're talking about Google pay-per-click? Yeah. Google pay-per-click, Facebook, whatever you want to do to buy traffic to get to your website. Step one is you obviously. Mean, you mean let's ignore the people we know. Let's pay to meet new people. <laughs> um, actually, it's let's analyze how we add to our database and what are some of the more effective okay. ways right. that we add people to our database great, great. and pay-per-click Google is, ads is yes. one of the more effective ways that we add people to the database. It is a, if you're not doing it now, it is an extremely great way because you're meeting people in the buying or selling process because they have searched online. And even though when you call them, they're like, it wasn't me. We know because they put in their cell phone number, which we did not have before yeah. they put it in the form yeah. and their email address. And they said they're looking in Scottsdale or Phoenix or Chandler, whatever, whatever. Yeah, right. So PPC is 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 a phenomenal way to meet new people um, as long as you can ignore the fact that, you know, that they're going to be like um, brick wall statement. Yeah, do their right. best like, to there's no, it, it was not me. Yeah. Right. I always think of the guy from go, right. The, we both called him yeah. and he said, no way. We're not moving. I promise you. I don't know who filled out that yeah. form. And then yeah. three weeks later, uh, he called us back. And then six months, six months later, we sold the house for $2 million. Yeah. Even yeah. though the brick wall statement that he gave us was that was not me. Uh, no no, who, uh, Somebody yes. put the wrong phone number. Yes. In here for right. Me. Yeah. Go uh, away. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but in one of the things that we take advantage of that I want to make sure we're sharing here on this section of when you're moving to a new town or you're wanting to ramp up your real estate business is step one isn't buy traffic to your website. Step one is have information about your area on your website. Right. And yeah, that gets into number the three. three. That, yeah. That's number three, okay. where like you got to learn the area. You got to know the nuances. Like Beth probably knows the back way to the mall to beat rush hour. Like little things that you know in your area that your buyers find valuable when you're in the car with them. You want to put as articles as, as, um, or a video on your website. I use the word content, but. I've, I've come to learn recently, I use that word too much because it's very, it's a vague word, right? Yes. But you want to write about a, 
uh, something that you know of, like what roads to avoid on Sunday afternoon because the church traffic is so bad or like things that matter in You're your neighborhood. Blog titles, right? Blog yes. articles yes. or video titles that then you you get on there and you say, all right, if you're going to be driving down Shea and east of Scottsdale Road, make sure you avoid it at this hour because they've got cops blocking off traffic for the church traffic. Like, or how about maybe just an article about where all of the, the uh, cameras are? Where all the, <laughs> the photo radars. Photo, yes, yes, right. Like, do not speed at in Hay- Paradise at, Valley. At Hayden, yeah, at Hayden and Bell, right, or frankly, right, because if you try and run that light and you get a little bit over the speed limit, you will you yeah. will pay four hundred dollars. <laughs> but yes, though, so when you have that content, that content, there it is. Those articles and those videos added to your website, and then you buy traffic to your website. They can spend time consuming your custom content while they're there right as opposed to it just being a if you're if you're only competing from the zillow format meaning all you do is send them to a list of listings there's no reason there's no memorable reason of why they would want to continue working with you i mean you know that we could talk about this topic all day but it is absolutely you have to think i need stuff of value if we were going to define content, something of value that if somebody that's looking for houses would be, would find interesting and why it's articles about interesting topics, why it's pictures about interesting topics, why it's videos about topics or the market is because that's what they're there for. If they're searching for real estate stuff, they, you know, it's the common things. It's stuff about the school districts. It's stuff about the neighborhood or school boundary maps or the dog parks or the uh, five things for you to do for your kid um, after schools over, you know, like stuff like that. I want to, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this right after our commercial break. Okay. Are you an agent in the Phoenix metro area looking to join an elite team to help expand your business to the next level? Agents that apply our strategies grow their business by an average of 300% in their first year with the CBOC team. If you're interested in learning more about our leads, training, and marketing strategies, visit cboc.com careers today. That's S-I-B as in boy, B as in boy, A-C-H dot com slash careers. And now back to the solution. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for staying <laughs> tuned. Um, what I find dangerous about only trying to write content that you find interesting is that you dismiss topics that you might not find interesting, and now you're limiting what you put on your site as opposed to throwing up on your site, not knowing what your traffic will find interesting. Because sometimes the stuff we put on our site gets more traffic than we thought. And sometimes the most interesting stuff we put on our site from our perspective doesn't get as much traffic as we thought. And so don't be too limiting on what you think is interesting. If you do have open houses, if you do have buyers and sellers that you're talking to, whatever things you talk about that pique their interest, obviously those become topics that you can write about on your site or make your videos about. But don't be too limiting. Like it's better to have a hundred videos and articles on your site and four of them are interesting than to have four videos videos or articles on your site and none of them are interesting well to me it's just yeah there's 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 really i think it's the 
the amount of diversity you need in the content that you're putting up there has to be massive. It's what, yes, it's why we can continue to write newer blog articles and still people are like, there's, there, there's always more questions. So the, yeah, yeah the, but it's, it's not easy, but our I, number I one think, video right now, I, do you I, know what our number one video is this year? No. Um, will the market crash in 2020? Of course, but people love the negative. Yes, people but you know what? You got to be a headline writer, right? I mean, with Ryan in the audience and he's a broadcast major, he, he's going to be a headline writer. And right. sometimes you got to leverage. They, For us, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to write the headlines. What I need to do is see what headlines are being written and then tailor that to the state. Rewrite, rewrite the headlines. Rewrite the yes. headlines. So right. what was another article or another video that got a lot of Will play? the market crash after Biden becomes president? Although we haven't gone that route. Actually, we went the route of how will the presidential election affect the Scottsdale real estate market? Another we, we've been through topic. previous elections and we knew that was going to be a hot topic. Every four years, we have those conversations because every four years, those become some of the most popular content that we put on our site. Yeah. And then this stuff is, is usually, um, you know, super, super, everybody wants to, I hate to on say it, it, but it's clickbait. It's clickbait. Right. Like yeah. when, um, when we get back into, I don't know, anyway, just know that the national topics sometimes, how do you rewrite those on how that national topic is going to affect the Dallas real estate market that becomes consumable content on your site. Good deal. Um, right now we're focused on three, which is learning the area and then posting content about things that are, people are interested in, in your area. And therefore the election is inter was interesting too, because they, and here's the deal is your opinion can be presented as the opinion. Like you are very good at that. Well, yes, you are very good at coming at, but you're also smart so that you're able to look at stats and come up with what the stats are telling you. But then we go at it and you're, def you can defend your opinion because you can back. But for everybody else, like you said in an Arcadia video that the veggie pizza was the best thing on the menu at that restaurant. Is that fact? No, no, Did but you my, present it as fact. Well, yes, but my client, but again, I, I am a very, apparent that I have to write about things that I know people are asking for. So I ask my clients what their questions are, what their interests are. And my client who goes, was walking distance to LGO, been there 300 times, said the veggie pizza is the best. And yeah. that, so like, <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to go yeah. with it. Right. Like it was a real opinion from a thin vegetarian <laughs> right like like how how could you not oh <laughs> yeah exactly right and he bought a three million dollar house from us so yeah. oh yes yeah. so okay. pretty smart guy we're yeah. gonna go with his opinions yeah, are good. yes um all right so let's get off of learn the area and post it online um we talked about meeting people we talked about documenting that's really we breezed over it you want to talk a little bit about the open house yeah all i right. mean the thing about the open house is a way to meet new people well Yes, that but, are in the but, but in I the think, I think of all the classes we've taught on open houses, what do they always say they struggle with? What do the agents? What does the agents say, say they struggle with at the open house? Um, getting leads, getting more traffic. Oh, traffic! Yes, nice, right? So, um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the mistakes that people make right because they think that the open house you know if the open house is at one o'clock on saturday they start putting out the signs at 12 30 
and they've missed 90% of the traffic. Be, oh. They only put out the so, another four, tip four four signs, right? So then they, 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 I don't get traffic that 90% of open house traffic comes from the web and the web is searched. I mean, the stat that I use is that 74% of house visitors decide to visit the open house before the day before no 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 before friday at noon right meaning that the open house visitors go online tuesday night wednesday night thursday night and then they get the blast email from zillow friday morning so that's how they decide because the thing if you, it says there's an open house well, on well, sunday at I one mean, o'clock it, it, this is thinking and they plan their weekend around it. i mean if you were gonna highlight the cons putting the consumer first yeah like think of a consumer friday night are they uh you know is that you know what my wife night? asks me on friday night where are we going to eat what are we doing well, this weekend okay of course right yeah exactly do we have any plans this weekend right but it, but it's more about the personal stuff right the thing is is when you want when you're targeting your open house people it's they're not like, I'm going to drive. I just laugh at the thought that someone's like, I'm going to go see open houses. You know what? I'm going to see what signs are out in today's society. Right. Like, yeah. like, yeah. can we, can we sub in the Robert Herkovic video on from EXP right now? Because what he said is I go to the web, but yet we as realtors, do you want me to play his words? We as marketers, sure. You needed a real estate agent and perhaps you do. How would you go about finding and choosing one to work with? That's Jason Sebring. Gosh, that's a great question. And cause I love real estate. I gotta tell you, if I wasn't in the computer business, I would be in the real estate business. I love real estate. It feels tangible to me. It feels real. Plus, I love going through homes and and all of that kind of stuff. And I love the sales aspect of it. You know, what I love about it is for most people, you are on the journey to what is for most the biggest investment they'll ever make. How exciting is that? And how humbling is that? And how much pressure and excitement is that to be involved with somebody at that critical point. So I, I love what everybody does. I think it's a great industry. How would I find an agent? Um, I would probably look online. I would uh, look in my area. It depends where I was looking to buy. And, you know, I would um, really try to do my research and find out who knows my area. Because fundamentally, Jason, I want somebody who I feel like I can negotiate. I feel like I'm a pretty good business guy. So what do I want from an agent? I want somebody that knows more than I do. You know what the definition of an expert is? Somebody who's uh, from more than a hundred miles away. That's what we always say in the consulting business, but it's true. I want to hire an expert at the area, at that home, at something. I think inherent in I want to know somebody that knows real estate. That would be someone that's listing a house, right? Which they think is the open house sitter, 
right? Because they often yeah. people don't know that the open house sitter's not the listing agent. Fair. Right. Yeah. So to me, why wouldn't you want to market more to reach the the people that are searching the web? But yet we don't. That's not what we see. We don't like. We don't see. We see people putting out twelve thirty for a one o'clock open. And then they sit back and wonder where the traffic is. Right. Whereas even Robert's words saying that he would look online and he would really do his research. Like people that are actually in the Again, do you habit. think he's doing it Friday night? I don't. No, I think he's getting a glass of wine and he's going out to dinner. And now you know, he's ordering in and watching a movie, probably a scary movie because it's Halloween time. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Um. I think that uh, working with the listing agent, because when you move to a new city, the likelihood of you having your own listing to sit open right out of the gate is low. Instead, you're going to find listing agents that allow you to sit their listings open. The important piece about what I hear you saying is identify those open houses on Monday or Tuesday prior to the weekend, and then work with the listing agent in some form or fashion to figure out how they can make sure that that's promoted online and, early. And most MLSs are connected to Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com and other websites, Redfin and other brokerage sites. And that as long as they post the open house in their MLS, it trickles its way out. It but but, but out. the thing is, is you, it can take 24 hours to 48 hours to trickle out. Why you have to be diligent about getting the open house marketing out on Monday or Tuesday to make sure you at least get Wednesday night, Thursday night, and then Friday or Saturday, you know. The, yeah. One other thing that you that you hinted at that we didn't talk about on, in the class yesterday. Actually, none of this we've talked about in the That's class. That's true. Yeah. yeah, nice. Is it good enough that it's different, Beth, as being in Does both? it feel different? Spacebar doesn't work. I think she's saying yes. <laughs> Your spacebar isn't working. You're still muted. Okay. Okay. There. Yeah. Yes. There you go. It's good. I I'm taking notes and yeah, writing it all down. Different, Thank you. but a different than the class. Do you have any questions since you're talking? Oh, well, yeah, it is different than the classroom. Like I, I mean, so you get content, you have videos, right. Of different cities or whatever within your website. Like, what are you doing to drive the traffic to that website? To your website. Great. You know what I mean? Yep. To me, you 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 label you label the title of the video appropriately because people search for subdivisions and people search for city names and the words home for sale or homes with a view. And then, but to me, it's then linking the YouTube video back to your website. And as you build content, the searchers organically see your stuff. So the more stuff you put in, I'll let Phil talk about it more, but go ahead, Phil. Yeah, no, I think that um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about getting found online. But beforehand, I just want to finish out the point I was about to make when we opened it up to questions. And that is, we put the time of our open houses on our signs so that because our signs get put out prior to the open house starting. 
And so our signs say one to 4 p.m. And we held our open houses from one to 4 p.m. Because when our when we have 50 open house signs to be put out, sometimes those open house signs get out at 10 o'clock. And we don't want to disappoint the consumer. And when they see an open house sign at 10 a.m., they drive to the house and then you're not there for another three hours. So we include the time on the signs because they get put out early. And I just want to make sure that that point was clear before we move on to how, how we're driving, how we're being found online. Cool. And so build it and they will come. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So when you start posting those articles on your site, it's very important that your page typically is the is the page of your website that is found the most. That's typically the page that has the most. And so you've got to figure out what editing options you have on your homepage to drive traffic to the pages that you find to be most interesting. And so if you have a coming soon category where every time you find a house that is not yet listed that's going to be listed in the future and you talk about it and you tag it as in the category called coming soon then on the home page of your site you got to figure out how you put a button either in the menu at the top or in the um, under the hero image that most sites have these days with that says click here for the newest coming soons and when people click on that it goes to the category that your blog articles are in that's all about coming soon so it may have 10 or 15 or five different and coming you happen to be using coming soon because you know that that's a highly clicked on thing for our site. Yes, we, we, it's very simple. You can go look at cbuck.com. If you're curious what we do, go look at cbuck.com. That's what we do. <laughs> right. It's very public, right? But the other piece about it is one of the things that people don't talk you, about you enough. We, 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 here's what you can't see. How about that? If you go to cbuck.com, what you cannot see is how much time, energy, and effort behind the scenes we focus on marketing the content that we create. Yes. So where do we, if it takes three hours to create oh. a, an article, then you should spend three hours promoting that article in different things. Whether that be, if you're, if you're, um, uh, have a text message thread that you are communicating with a friend and you post them on art and you send them a link to that article and say, Hey, would you watch this video and let me know if you think my okay. uh, shirt is too wrinkly? So let, let's make it just make sure let's make sure that point made it home. All right. Cause you, you passed. If you post it to social media, if you I, post no, it no, to no. email, I, I, I want, let's talk, let's <laughs> slow it down and talk to realtors that are watching. Okay. All right. Okay. Meaning. So how do you, how do you get people to look at it, Beth? is you meet them at the open house, you get their email, and then when you write an article, you then blast email it out to all the email addresses that you wrote this article about it, and then people click on it. Are you talking about why it's important to document the people that you meet? Well, I'm just this trying to tell I'm bringing, bringing it home. No, but nice. I'm just saying this is that the way we get people to find our articles is we text them the article. Or right. email right. them the article. Right, or you know how I get them to find my reviews online after I have a listing appointment, I text them my reviews, meaning that you have to, first you have to put build the content and then you market the content by text, like texting, by um, emailing to the emails. Like we're not just collecting uh, email addresses and phone numbers because we think it's a great idea to collect them, right? We're, we're collecting them so that when we create a new video, when we blast out our coming soon email blast, we include an article that says, 
um, did you trick or treat or, you know, or did you see our, our Arcadia video or we just updated our Arcadia boundaries map yeah. or, you know, yeah. like every, you know, we're, I, I we're you're, you're in, like our, our blast email is the highlight of all the videos and the content. That's yes. how we get, that's how we suck the people in. Cause then once Google sees them clicking on the articles Google's like, oh, well maybe someone else that's searching from it might find it interesting. Cause Google's tracking how long it took them to read that article. Go ahead. I love this topic oh, as you know, shocker. as you know, and it's, I think that, that, yes. So here we go. Ready? You move to a new town, you meet 10 people, right? Mm -hmm. That actually, Eight thirty, but you only got eight email addresses, right? Because you're really not that good at number two with it's, document. It's hard. No, it's yeah. hard to take you because they lie. I, okay, yes, I, knows my name that walked by, and I don't know what his phone number is, or I'm his not even, email address, or his yeah, email address. Yes. Like even though I met that new person, yeah, I'm gonna, I know and his he address. would give it to you if you just, if could just ask, ask him. Hey, yeah, <laughs> and take notes, but yeah. I didn't. And okay. so anyway, I've got eight email addresses of the thirty or forty people that I've met, and I have an open house, and it's Monday. And I got in touch with an agent that is going to let me sit there listing open on Saturday. And so I type up an email that says, are you around Scottsdale and Shay on Saturday? Question mark. I'd love for you to stop by and see me at my open house. And below that ask, uh -huh. I have interested in why our real estate market is so hot. Click here to read this article. Or is the real estate market going to be affected by the election click here click to read your article yeah. so you're so you you're you, stacking you are you are communicating with people as humans but you have these advertisements that you include that is to your content right and then most blast email tools whether it be mailchimp or kv core or whatever will let you see who clicks on what and so then you can tell which articles are most interesting because Everybody clicked on the coming soon listings or everybody clicked on the, you is mean, the market going to crash after you, the election? You article? gave them four articles to choose from and 74% of them chose this article over yes. the other one. So you should write more articles like that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I got one. How about you update your email signature every time you write, you publish a new article and you write a little commercial in your email signature with a link to that article. And so now whenever you email anybody, automatically they get a little commercial for your latest content. Define a commercial? Uh, sell the click is what I like to say. Yeah. So if we write an article that is, will the real estate market crash in 2020? Then in my email signature, I would say, hey, I just wrote a few words on the the, the controversy I'm hearing out there, the different opinions I'm hearing out there of when this market's going to crash. If you're curious to what I think, click here. Yeah. And when that's in your email signature and you send, you know, 50 emails, whether it's to a transaction coordinator on another deal or it's to your grandmother in another state, it doesn't yeah. matter. You are still promoting that content. Oh Ooh, boy. This yeah. is uh, I, I, I don't More know. More questions. How about Cindy, Katie, Matt, Matt, Marion? Questions, comments. After open house, we have joined a team. If you're moving to a new town or if you need a kickstart of your business is maybe you join as we're waiting for their questions and comments to come in. Um, I know that I don't want to, I don't want this to draw out for three days. So let's, 
what are some of the most important things of a team that you're looking for if you're trying to ramp up your business? Are you looking for the team that just cracks a whip and as you hit the phones and call, smile and dial? No, we call that the the old. You can do that without a team. Yeah, you, you don't, don't just, need, if you're if you're call a title company. If you're a devoted caller, work in your sphere. I don't really. You wouldn't. Maybe maybe you need a team for different ideas or whatever it is. But to me, you can stay a solo warrior if that's the case. But if you're limited in open houses or if you're or, you know, you're a neighborhood, but you don't have you're new to the town. So you don't have a lot of leads. Yeah. Right. I think the word is leads. If you know that you are a good agent, but you just need more people to talk to. I think that the team I think that the goal, the team should be presenting people with leads. Like, nice. I, I don't understand that. I think we have a question. We yeah. got a question from the audience. Uh, Beth said, does order of story headlines matter? Does order of story headlines matter? I'm sure that it does, but don't let that. If you let that be an objection of whether you're pushing the send button now or in 10 minutes, then no, just push the send button now. Yeah. Once they're in there, push the send button. Don't the rule of eight comes into play it, and that is perfect. never gets out the door. Let it be good and get it out the door because it's more important that you send that email now and move on to the next task. Yeah. It's important that the next time before you resend, you you kind of look back to see where the clicks came in so you can get a feel for what should be number one, number two. Don't try and predict what you think it's going to be best because you're going to be wrong. Here's here's a here's a, a pro tip for you is that pro I tip. have found people engage with pictures of houses more than most other content. Like three times, four times, yes. five times, yes. eight times. Like yes. Every no. time the, we, we stop and think, okay, what's going to get the most clicks? It is houses. It's and always so we, a pretty kitchen, we not just houses, yes. right? It's a pretty backyard. It's a, like I say, like who doesn't love a good backyard, right? Like yes. it was funny. Even I was talking to the VRBO lady. <laughs> she said the VRBOs that get the, the most amount of money have great backyards. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think it's because we live in Scottsdale and she lives in, you know, Beth lives Dallas, in Texas. Yeah. But, but, you know, do you know that more than 25% of the population live in California, Texas, or Florida? I didn't know. No, that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. The, the, the NAR stat came out last night and I was, uh, I was deep. Oh, I was deep. nice. Yes, yeah. Yes, no yes. wonder you were up till 2.30. But back to join a team. Um, before I go take a nap, <laughs> um, it, it's just the, it, it, to me, it's making sure you do your diligence to make sure that, cause we, how, how often do we have new team members that come to us and they're with the, did your old team give you leads? No. Oh, you mean the join us from a different team? Right. Yes. yes. Often. If yeah. you can't, I mean, um, I think that we have more team members. If, if a team member leaves our team, they typically leave the industry. They don't, whereas we get team members from other teams often. Okay. People don't leave the industry. They just go to a super, 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 super cheap brokerage 
and hang their license and don't sell houses again. And get a job. Yeah, and get a job. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. what I mean by leave the industry. Okay. It's like they're no longer gonna pay their bills from real well, estate. They go get a job. Well, but they don't they don't make they don't make the the fees high enough to make people leave. So nobody actually leaves yeah. the industry. They they you know, well, I mean eighty seven percent of the people that get their license no, but leave, like don't well, renew it. Like, I mean, how how often do we talk to someone and they say, I've been in the business for this long, but seven of years, those years are not selling houses, right? Like, right you know, enough. yeah, Fair enough. So, all right. I'm good. I think we wrap this up. You guys got any other questions for us on the topic? I love the questions. Adam, what do you got? Any chats? All right. So uh, to recap, it, number maybe, one, it, the thing is, is, I mean, how many people do you think we've increased our database? This is a loaded question. Well, but to give you an idea how important that we like to me, I judge our database count number. I, we have at, two different ones though. Okay. Right. But, but, but still that is the meet new people number. Yes. Right. Like yeah. to me, cause it's not just meeting new people. It's, I got to have a phone number. I got to have an email address and I got to have some information about where they live or whatever it is. Right. Oh, yeah. But, but no, but we're in that. We're, we're, Here you go, Beth. We got, we're, I got one. We're in you. the range of a thousand to 4,000 a year yeah. of meeting new people. Yeah. Right. Like, so if you, like, if you're thinking, wow, is this, are they really thinking it's important? Like we're yes. on, we we're looking to meet three new people at a minimum every single day and it's actually more like 10 now right like yes. there's like we're yeah. we're trying to really really meet people beth how many past clients do you have i i have no idea a lot but i don't know uh, over um, 100 or over 500 uh, or under 100 over, definitely over 100 i'm not sure if it'd right. be 500 probably okay where do you have where do you have all of their phone numbers? In my database. Okay, so then do you can you send a blast text message? I can. We just invite okay. have you to get a pie for Thanksgiving. And how many responses? So how many <laughs> how many texts went out and how many responses did you get? We didn't text, we sent it as an email. We just sent it last night. Well, because you didn't want to buy too many pies. <laughs> I'm you, just you, kidding. You, I'm will just kidding. you will quadruple <laughs> the amount of pies you have to buy if you send a text versus an email, just so you know. That's a good point. Um, I think we're no, at, yeah. right now. I mean, it's like small. I mean, but I get the response from on email um, of, oh my gosh, I love you do this every year. So they love it. Yeah. But maybe yeah. here's what I found. you're right. Don't see it on email. But the, the, well, here's, here's the thing: is is when we went from email to text, we had to buy more pies. We we we, we, we had to buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what it is is think about it this way: twenty percent of people open email, ninety five percent of people open a text, and if you're reaching people, telling them that you're a past client and I'd like to buy you a pie, you know the goal is to the get rule to, of to, thumb yeah. that I have is however your open rate is on your email will be your response rate on a text. Okay. okay, that's a really see that's a simple theory to you, but the, the audience, like I don't know that that's quite like the you realize that you will get 
I mean, an open rate just means that they touched the email. They opened it. Response rate means that you've engaged the client. Yeah. So to think that it's like, yeah, text is. uh, If you want to engage clients, text is more effective today than email. We also email about the pies. Don't get me wrong. Have you ever sent out a blast text message, Beth? I don't, I don't think so, actually. I mean, other than oh, do oh, it today. Oh, oh, oh. Be, 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 be ready to respond for the next however, hour and a depends half. Depends how many you're sending. Right, yes. But you want it to look you want it to look like you are texting them. So you have to respond we, to them as quickly as you can when they respond to right. you. We use a tool called BTWX. We use simple text. She's got texting. She's got a texting. But tool. she said she never sent the going text. to this week. Okay. Send a text this week to say, hey, I'm not sure if you got my email, but are you in town? I got a Thanksgiving pie for you. Okay. And see how many people, how many different people respond. If you have the budget to buy a lot of pies. If I, I have, but that's the goal. Cause what business from it? Yeah. Right. Exactly. No, I, I mean, last year when people were coming into our office for pies, they were doling out referrals. They were talking real estate. Like yeah. we were so overwhelmed by the, and this year we're curbside pickup. I mean, pies. I think we got nine referrals day of last year of active referrals from pies. I mean, and what was it? 80 pies last year? hundred pies last year? Oh, I thought it was a lot more than that. I think we're, I mean, dude, a hundred pies is a lot of pies. Okay. In that conference room, a hundred boxes of pies was a lot. But Well, uh, it was only because we didn't offer pumpkin. We only yeah. had apple pie for Thanksgiving. I think you have to have pumpkin. We're that- doing apple again this year. You know why? One, you don't have to refrigerate zero. it. <laughs> pumpkin, you have to refrigerate our pumpkin. When our, our, that's a BS. Experience. Our supplier said the pumpkin have to stay refrigerated. It's true. I Googled it. It's fortunately it's 46 degrees outside. That counts as refrigeration. That's Phoenix refrigeration. (laughs) All right, let's wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. Beth, it's been a, thank you for participating with us, Beth. Sure. Report back. I want to know how many people text back to you. I want you to send that blast and see what happens. I'm very curious. I sent y'all a friend request on Facebook. So, um, so oh, yeah. I, 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 I got deleted Facebook from my phone, but I will get on the computer. I, I'm sorry. I haven't been out there for a while. I got my phone number is 602-615-4997. That's 602-615-4997. Yeah. I'm happy I'm, to chat. I'm, I'm bad at saying thank you and, and refriending people. I will, yes, we what's will your last name? Caudill. C-A-U-D-I-O. It's on the sheet. Right. We'll, I'll look for it. You're going to you're yeah. have two new friends here very soon. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. If you like our podcast, of course. Of course. Thank you. If you like our hey, podcast, like her. go for the five stars. Respond. Wherever you listen to it, go Confirm. for the five stars. Yeah, we're friends. We're friends. Yeah. Thank you, Beth. Adios, guys. Take care. Have a good week. Happy Bye. Thursday. Bye.